This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. Hey, family, today's the day that I answer questions. Uh, You can ask me anything, and on Sundays, I take to the podcast space and I answer a couple of questions. So uh, what I do is uh, when you hashtag podcast at Karen Hunter, I search through and I select a couple of questions. Uh, The first question is from at Les Mom, at L-E-Z Mom, M-O-M 75, Miss Kai on Twitter. She says, at Karen Hunter. Christianity is becoming more and more difficult for me. Are you a Christian? If so, as a profoundly educated and awakened black woman, how have you come to stomach this oppressive white power religion? Okay. This actually is an easy question for me to answer your question, Kai. Yes. Yes. I consider myself a follower of Christ. I, um, have been so. I was baptized at 11, but I didn't consider myself a Christian uh, until my mid-20s, early 30s when I went on this journey. And it started um, for me at the Daily News of all places. I would do Bible study with a woman named Joyce Shelby and a young lady named Dawn who worked in our library, and we would do Bible study at lunch. And then Joyce invited me to Times Square Church, and we would have conversations because I was struggling with... um, finding answers and meaning to it all. You know, um, I think most of us live in this world and and we know we're going to die one day because everybody dies. And the contemplation of not being here, but what does life mean while I'm here uh, was something that I really wanted to pursue. And it, and it kind of got old and tired hanging out and just doing things because I went through a period where I would just do anything um, because hell, why not? Right. And, and I still consider myself a good person, but being a good person is not being a follower of Christ. Um, I even wore a little cross. I, there was a picture of me, um, when I was uh, doing a column, I had on this, uh, I think it was like a jacket and a black uh, turtleneck and a little gold cross. And I stopped wearing the cross, um, not because uh, my faith was shaken, but because I felt um, as I was going on this journey of exploration that displaying that I'm a Christian didn't make me one. Um, It's a heart condition, right? So yeah, it's easy for me to follow Christ because to follow Christ is to follow a set of principles that uh, loves people, that uh, wants to see the best for people, that is of a teaching spirit as Christ was. Um, You know, so if you follow Christ, you see him um, as a little boy uh, first in Egypt learning. Right. That's we pick up after, you know, Herod tries to kill him and Mary and Joseph are running. You you pick up Jesus in in Egypt, in Africa, learning from the scholars. So you also know that Christianity is a religion born out of African uh, African practices. Yes, there's no Christianity without African practices to the point that when you say amen, amen is amen ra, which is a God uh, that we, we find in the. Egyptian faith. We also, uh, you know, the virgin birth, that's Egyptian, that's uh, African. There are many principles written in that Bible. So I'm not a Bible thumper because to Bible thump uh, is also kind of misplaced because these are a collection of stories put together for a reason. I was just having a conversation with someone the other day um, and I said to him, uh, you know, the interesting thing is when you're writing books, that to start each chapter off with a powerful anecdote, 
uh, is, is kind of the formula. So I'm teaching people how to write. And I said in the Bible, when we learn in the Bible, for example, we learn about the value of money through the story of the talents, uh, which is money. So the, the rich man leaves his servants, each three servants, 10 talents apiece, you know, and I'm not going to read, I'm paraphrasing right now. And the, and when he comes back, when he returns after several months, the first servant uh, made that 10 talents, turned that 10 talents into either 30 or 100, I don't remember. Uh, the second uh, servant turned that, those 10 talents into 30 or 50. And then the last one buried it, and he gave him gave the master back his ten talents. And the master called him lazy and called him all kind of names. Took those ten talents from him and gave it to the first person. And the lesson learned in that. And I remember the the, the very um, not the exact um, message, the exact wording, but the lesson I, I I kept with me because if you're given something. Uh, you don't bury it. Number one, there's there's a bunch of parables about bur- burying your your light under the bed. You know, so you don't your physical talents, your real talents, or your money, because that's a sin. It's not a sin, sin, but it's it, it means you're lazy and you're a whole bunch of horrible things. But to take the things that you've been given and make something of it. So so I use the Bible as a literal, uh, you know, way in which you should conduct your life. It's easy to be a Christian if you understand the following of following Christ as following a set of rules and not even rules. Because here's the, the other thing, Kai. Jesus left uh, after he was crucified. So that's the one thing I'm not following. I, I'm not about that crucifixion. Let me just say that. And I know to die is part of not, not trying to do that. So um, just anybody out there, I will fight back. Not playing. Y'all not taking me willfully. You're not hanging me on nothing. But. Uh, to follow Christ, you know, after he was crucified. And, and again, if you think about a person who we, we pick him up at, at a little boy learning, then he comes back at 30. We find him back at 30 and he's at a wedding. He turns water into wine. So he's chilling with people and the wine is out and he doesn't want the party to end. And he's like, no problem. Bring that water over here, boop. But then we see him going out and collecting disciples, right? Friends, because I've often said this too. We can't do this alone. Um, this world is not meant to be lived by ourselves. We need to find people of like minds to take this journey with us and to people who are going to support us along the way. And they may be different personalities, complicated. We may argue, fuss, and fight, but we have one mission, and it's to feed people. And so he goes out and gets fishermen because they know how to feed people. And then he goes out and goes out and hangs out with unsavory characters like tax collectors and, and women of ill repute and things like that. And you see a man who is not judging and shaming people for their condition when he meets them. And even the woman at the well who everyone shuns so badly that she's got to go get water at the heat of the, the sun when nobody else is out there because it's so hot because they're in Africa. Let me just say that again, Kai. It's not a white man's religion. They have bastardized that as they have everything. Christianity is a black person's religion, but she's in the heat of the sun, the woman at the well, because she's ostracized. And Jesus walks up to her and talks to her, which is unheard of, and starts having a conversation. He doesn't shun her, but he tells her all about herself because that's what you do when you love somebody. You tell them when they're wrong. And she was like, what? You know my life? Yes, yes. And the man you're with, you're not married to. And you got all these. And she, and she was like, okay, what do I do with that? Go and sin no more. Go tell people the good news. And so for me, I I find it really easy again. Yes, there are a bunch of rules and regulations if you follow the Old Testament, but I I read the Old Testament for lessons. 
but I don't follow the Old Testament because those are, are guides. Because at the end, when Jesus died, and this is the conversation I had with the gentleman this weekend, he says to Peter, who Peter, now let's remember, Peter denied him. <laughs> Peter, when, when they were gathering up people who were following Jesus, they tried to get Peter. Peter's like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I do not know Jesus. Unhand me, you fiend. No, what Jesus, Drake, <laughs> that was Peter. Drake, Peter was like, I'm not with it. I'm out. Uh, and he went off about his business after Jesus was, he wasn't even there when the rock was rolled away. It was women there to, to look for Jesus after he was, died, after he was um, murdered, crucified. Peter was nowhere to be found. He went off about his business. But Jesus found him. And not only did Jesus find him, Peter, the man that cut off somebody's ear as they were trying to run away. And I, and I kind of relate to Peter, not from a, I don't think I would ever abandon my friends, but you know, I'm kind of irreverent and I'm not really about these rules, but what did Jesus do? Jesus made Peter the head of his church, Cephas on this rock. That's what Cephas means. And I'm going off the top of my head. Cause that's how much I know this Bible on this rock. I will build my church is what he said to, to Peter. Peter, Cephas, on this rock, I'm going to build my church on somebody who's flawed, on somebody who betrayed me and ran away, on somebody that cut off somebody's ear when I'm preaching nonviolence. <laughs> I'm going to build my church. But I'm going to ask you three questions, Peter. Do you love me? And Peter says, of course, Lord, I love you. Of course, I love you. He said, feed my people. He asked him again, Peter, do you love me? Yes. Why do you keep? Yes, I love you. Sure. Of course. Feed my people. Do you love me? Feed my people. So what I've learned as a Christian, as a follower of Christ, is that, uh, and he left us, Jesus, with two commandments, two, just two. Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, thy mind, thy soul. Love, the, love God. Love God, number one, and love one another. Love one another as I've loved you. As I love you, love people. Not as you love yourself, because a lot of y'all don't love yourselves. I know people say, you know, love people the way, treat people the way you want to be treated. A lot of y'all don't care how you're treated. A lot of you don't love yourself enough to love people the way, you do love people the way you love yourself. And it's horrible. This is why I, 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 I talk so much about self-love and self-finding yourself and finding your purpose. Because in that moment, you're not worried about what other people are doing. But if you can love people the way Jesus loved people unconditionally, without judgment, in them streets, arm in arm, side by side, fighting with you for, for something he didn't have to fight for because he could have just taken his seat in heaven. He didn't have to go through all of that. He didn't have to be crucified. And again, I'm not that, you know, he's not through with me yet. God's not through with me yet. I'm not that righteous that I'm willing to be dragged off to a cross for anybody. So let me just be clear. I'm not, I haven't been enlightened. God hasn't tapped on my shoulder with that one. But, you know, he didn't go without trepidation. He sweated blood on his way to the cross and he knew from birth basically what he was here to do and still went with like are you sure God like if you could take this cup from my mouth my man do you know what I have to go I gotta be beaten with a cat of nine tails thorn on my thorn of, of crown slammed on my head beaten to a bloody pulp and then hung nails through my ear. seriously is is there any other way he was negotiating to the very end which is human right fully man so I say all of this to say, Kai, um, I can stomach Christianity. What I can't stomach are hypocrites. What I can't stomach are evil, hateful people who use the word of God to oppress people. What I can't stomach are people who call Lord, Lord. But the Bible's clear. 
Everyone who says, Lord, Lord, will not make it into heaven. As a matter of fact, most of these jokers won't make it into heaven because it's very clear in this Bible what it, what it requires for you to be, be, be part of the kingdom. And they're not doing it. So, Kai, it's easy for me to be a Christian because I am awakened, because I have done my homework, I do, because I have been in this Bible, because I live this word, not perfectly, but every day I get up with the goal, with the purpose to feed the people. And if you do those things, I believe, I believe, and I say this with all sincerity, my name is written in that book because every day that is my goal to feed people. And that means that I'm following Christ, and that means that uh, I am I am fully uh, a Christian, imperfect, flawed to the bone, uh, working on myself every day. But I don't I, I, I go out with an earnest desire to see people better than they were yesterday. And if you're not doing that and you call yourself a Christian, I won't be seeing you in heaven when I'm up there at the right hand in the pearly gates on the streets paved with gold in my mansion. You know, I won't see you. Uh, but to be honest, I don't even believe uh, that that is what we're going to see when we close our eyes, because I think this process of life is is a finding in the journey. This is a very, very small part of your existence because matter cannot be created nor destroyed. Living as a human being for 80, 90, 100, 120 years is a very, very small blip in the millions of years that there will be that you will exist as a being because your consciousness will still be be present in some form. This life is a journey to find that self of yours to discover that supernatural self that existed before you were here breathing and to be that, to be that on earth. So if you're not on that journey and if every day you get up chasing a dollar, chasing some ass or chasing whatever, you are, you are not doing what you need to be doing. And yeah, I speak a lot about money but I'm not chasing money. I'm chasing freedom and agency because it's in the freedom and agency that, that you can really be yourself, that you can discover languages and people and travel and do the things that will enlighten and, and enhance your existence here, that will, will inform you better, that will allow you to spend years studying, you know, when you don't have to worry about your dime and dollar. I'm for basic income because in that space that people aren't financially insecure is where they can find their true selves. Yeah, I, I'm going to talk a lot about money. Because to talk about what I'm talking about right now, a lot of people won't get. But I appreciate the question, Kai, and I've been promising myself not to talk too long on these podcasts, and I've already kind of gone over the time that I was going to spend on Sunday. So this is the only question I'm going to answer today. Um, but next Sunday, I'll take a couple more questions, and because uh, this was a profound and also very important question to answer, and I appreciate everyone who listens to this podcast, and I pray that you uh, spread it, spread it around. That is my, my, my goal, my, my wish, my prayer every day is that we increase this territory. Why? Because I believe that those of us who are part of this, 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 this army of ours, um, are about something. And the more of us that are about something, the more change can happen in the world. Because again, we can't do this by ourselves. I think about one man and 12 disciples and to, th to this day, billions of people across the world profess to be Christians, but have somewhere, it's just like the game of telephone. You know, on this end, you know, the story is love, honor, respect one another, don't judge. And by the time it gets to the billionth person over there, it is a completely different message. And our job is to get back to the original message, which is to love one another, to love one another, and to, to see yourself and everybody that is around you, that nobody is 
better than you and nobody is be worse than you and we're all worthy of the kingdom and we're all worthy of great things and and in us are great things because before you were formed in your mother's womb God knew you every hair on your head so why are you here breathing because you're supposed to do something and I've said this before I would look at us as several billion pieces to a gigantic puzzle and we need to just find our place. You know, each puzzle piece is shaped differently and it fits in just perfectly. And if it doesn't fit in, the puzzle is not complete and you don't see the full picture. Well, you're a piece of that puzzle. And if you're, no, if you're not complete in yourself, you can't fit into the gray, grander, gorgeous mo mosaic that is humanity. So find your piece. P-E-A-C-E and P-I-E-C-E -E, and find yourself. All right, that's my message for today. I do love you. And I thank you again, spread this, take this everywhere, send it to people who don't have SiriusXM, where you can, of course, listen to me Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern on SiriusXM channel 126. Till next time.